It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. A flurry of roster moves for the Bengals as despite having that 31st waiver priority, they add three players after cutdown day. Let's break it all down. Locked on Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm Jake Lisko. He's James Rapine. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, covering your Cincinnati Bengals every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Thanks for making us your first listen, and to all of you who subscribe on YouTube and follow anywhere you get your podcast. James, a flurry of roster moves, as I mentioned at the top of the show, plenty Mm -hmm. to break down today as there are players arriving on the Bengals 53-man roster, players departing, some temporarily, some maybe a little bit more permanently from the Bengals 53-man roster. I think most of them will be back in some way, shape, or form. One fan favorite departs, and Uh. another fan favorite or Marvin Lewis favorite front office favorite of the Cincinnati Bengals visits with the Bengals. So plenty. Marvin. Marvin smiled into. on Wednesday. Marvin was smiling on Wednesday morning. He was like, oh, I could, I could hear him now from Arizona. That dude woke up in Arizona all excited. You go ahead. We'll get to OJ Howard later. I, I woke up excited because that news broke well before I woke up. Like yeah, three dude. hours before I woke I was, up. It was 7.40 something in the morning. Yeah. I was getting my built bar lift on. And of course, I look, I'm like, guess I'm skipping cardio today. And I sprinted to my car and we got to work, you know? Yeah. And I was uh, still asleep because that's four in the morning <laughs> out where I live. The Bengals had three players in the cut down. And, wow. you know, I think they're a little bit surprised. They're, they're saying, Zach Taylor said, actually, you know, they're, they're three players we really liked. We didn't necessarily think we would get them. And the three players are on the offensive side of the ball, Max Sharping, who going back to the 2019 draft when he was a second round pick by the Houston Texans was one of the top tackles on the Joe Goodberry, Jake Lisko draft board at the time. Not graded significantly a little bit, but not a ton worse than Jonah Williams at the time. They were, they were close and that's grading at tackle. He was 
an athletic tester for a tackle and has played guard for the most part, but has some versatility uh, since coming to the NFL. Devin Asiasi, tight end from the New England Patriots, their third round pick in 2020 out of UCLA. Massive, massive player at tight end. Listed at Mm -hmm. 280 from what I've seen. And finally, Jay Tufele, uh, a draft Twitter favorite, as I recall, in last year's draft when he was a fourth round selection by the Jacksonville Jaguars. He only got into four games for the Jaguars in 2021, not including against Cincinnati. So this isn't one of those instances where he had a nice game against the Bengals and then the Bengals Mm -hmm. came out and signed him a year later. But uh, listed at 305, lined up for the Jaguars mostly at non-nose tackle alignments. So this suggests that this is a backup to BJ Hill, a potentially versatile piece though as well. And we'll see where he fits in. I think uh, I'm excited to see how his pass rush looks. And, you know, Zach Taylor talked about this, James. They were light at defensive on the defensive interior, and this helps. It does. And you were on this, too. You talked about defensive tackle really, you know, on and off throughout the preseason and training camp. And so you get a guy in J2 Fele who well, – well, let's back up. All three of these guys, this coaching staff, this front office together – got to evaluate in 2019 for sharpening. Yeah. That was Zach Taylor's first year here, but you're literally talking about the, the the main staff, the coordinators, most of these assistants, not all of them, most of them and uh, Duke Tobin and company, they all evaluated these guys during the pre-draft process. So I do think that helps, you know, it's not like, uh, you you know, we're talking about 2017, right. And OJ Howard, for example, Uh, that said uh, to gives them, you know, another guy, to, to play the, the defensive tackle spot, a guy they evaluated last year, clearly liked. And much like we talked about, and by the way, I need to stick my foot in my mouth because the Bears actually claimed Alex Leatherwood, but it was a dumpster fire in Jacksonville last year. I don't know what Jay Tufele is because it was a dumpster fire. I it So to me, great. You, you get this guy that you liked in the draft that you were probably willing to spend a draft pick on, and instead of doing that, you get him a year later and you just hope he didn't develop many bad habits, right? Um, as far as the other two, Max Sharping, that's a guy that you're right. You guys talked about you know, way back when, mentioned him on Wednesday's show. And I'm glad they were able to get someone like this, someone who had 33 starts, appeared in 48 games, has been on – uh, you know, a, a winning t- has he 2019 Houston? Yeah, that was a winning team. So yeah, I think uh, I think that adding someone like that to be not a starter, Cordell Volson, by the way, named starting left guard. Breaking shocking news to Locked On Bengals listeners. Uh, he's not going to be a starter, but he gives you someone that's been there, done that. If Alex Kappa gets nicked up for a game or a drive or half a series, you know, same thing. Uh, with Cordell Volson. So I, I really like that addition. And Asiasi, here's what I think Asiasi is, to be honest with you. And the Bengals list him at 260, by the way, okay. even though that, that could be off. Who knows, right? But uh, listed as, as 260, 6'3", 260. He's not Hayden Hurst's backup. He's Drew Samples. He's this dude who can block and get movement and all of those things. So if Sample isn't ready for week one, I think he's going to be, or if they need an extra blocker or anything like that, now you got a guy that can do that. And yeah, he, he caught a couple passes and had a touchdown for New England, but I don't think that's how he's going to be used. It's going to be, all right, 
we have someone else besides Drew Sample that can block and block at a high level at the tight end position. Yeah, you look at his historical use in New England. He has a total of 224 snaps in his Patriots career. Had, I should say, 224 snaps in his Patriots career. And 136 of those were blocking snaps of some sort. Most of them run blocking. That is how Bill Belichick saw Devin Asiasi, and then they signed a couple tight ends, and there wasn't really a roster roster spot for their third-round pick. Sharping, I think, is the one that I'm most excited about in this group, but I do mm-hmm. see that all three of these guys could easily be on the active game day roster in week one. Sharping could easily be the backup interior offensive lineman at that point in time. It wouldn't shock me mm-hmm. at all to see him beat out Jackson Carmen in that role. He has had a bit of an up-and-down career. For sure. But Houston, I mean, you talk about organizations that are poorly run. Houston, Jacksonville, certainly near the top of that list. And so you might be thinking, well, what are the Bengals doing claiming players that couldn't even make those teams? And and I think, James, you kind of talked about it. You go back to the pre-draft evaluation on these guys, (laughs) which Frank Pollock certainly had from his his previous time uh, with, with the Bengals, right, in 2019? He he was not up with the Bengals. He was no, that with was, the Bengals in 2018. Was, yeah, one year off. Okay, my bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so either way, he's evaluating Lyman at the time, has an opinion, and sharpening a guy that, that we thought highly of back then. And they have a pre-draft opinion on Tufele too. So they see these guys, they see roster needs, and, and these moves make a lot of sense to bring balance back to the roster. And you might be looking at it and saying, well, they're really heavy at offensive line right now. They're 11 offensive linemen on this mm-hmm. roster right now. I think that's going to change. There are going to be more corresponding moves. So to make room for these guys, the Bengals released Brandon Allen, who will be back. They released Mike Thomas to safety. I think he'll also be back. And they waived Travion Williams, who could also be back, but probably would be on the practice squad if he goes unclaimed. So more roster gymnastics to come. James, and I think we can talk about those coming up next because what about O.J. Howard? What if they add him? What about Jesse Bates? What about these veterans that we just talked about who they want to get back on the roster? More moves coming for the Bengals. We'll break those down coming up next. It's almost the start of the NFL season. You love this time of year. I love this time of year. That's why I'm recommending Elias Game Plan. The Elias Game Plan app is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats. Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of U.S. pro sports leagues, including the NFL. This app is a one-stop source for player news, league-validated player stats, team records, expert game analysis for betting, building your fantasy team, impressing friends. If you want to try to beat me in fantasy football, well, you're going to have to do it with the Elias game plan app because otherwise I'm kicking your tail in fantasy. And Jake, let's go. That means you too. So with NFL season right around the corner, I mean, we're talking we're talking days now, just over a week away from Bengals Steelers. You got to download the Elias Game Plan app. And right now, I have a special offer for when you subscribe, get a 14-day free trial off a monthly subscription plan, but only if you use promo code LOCKEDONNFL. Again, a 14-day free trial of a monthly subscription plan. All you got to do is use promo code LOCKEDONNFL. Find Elias Game Plan sports betting in the App Store or Play Store today and use my promo code LOCKEDONNFL. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. 
but I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. More roster moves coming for the Cincinnati Bengals. It is inevitable. They want all three of those veterans that I just talked about. Mike Thomas, Mike Thomas, and Brandon Allen. I don't, I didn't stutter both Mike Thomases. They want all those guys back on the roster. And in order to do so, there will be a number of, I think, injured reserve moves coming. And if Mm -hmm. OJ Howard joins the Bengals, there could be a player waived as well. What we Mm -hmm. saw on Wednesday is that Khaled Kareem and Taylor Britt still expected to go to IR, but... Isaiah Prince didn't practice. James, you told me he was on the bike in street clothes. Mitchell Wilcox injured. Tyson Anderson on the rehab field. All these guys, potential IR candidates. If all five of those guys go to the IR, that would be the space they need to add. You can count five players here. Jesse Bates, Mike Thomas, Mike Thomas, Brandon Allen, and potentially OJ Howard. That is the quick and dirty explainer for the roster moves so far. And Ian Rappaport says that despite the Bengals being awarded Devin Asiasi off of waivers, he thinks that the Bengals still had it in their plans, at least <laughs> as of midday on Wednesday. The mm-hmm. Bengals still wanted to sign O.J. Howard. What say you, James Rapine? Well, a couple things. One, when that news came down and, and I – discussed that on my channel and wrote about it and stuff. It's like, okay, well, OJ Howard makes some sense, right? He can block some at least. And while he might have the ju- might not have the juice that he he potentially had coming out of Alabama, can he be better than what they're maybe not even getting from a Mitch Wilcox who's still coming back from that ankle sprain? Or maybe Drew Sample's worse than I realized, even though now we know that he practiced today and I, I think he is progressing towards week one. And so I you know, you're certainly open to the possibility. And by the way, the bills are paying him. So guess what? You're probably getting them at a league minimum type deal. Feel pretty good about it. But given, I mean, and think about all the moves that they had to make, right? Cutting Brandon Allen. He's coming back for those that are thinking that Jake Browning stock is rising. Don't worry. He's coming back. Brandon Allen's going to be back. They've had to do all these different moves and, and tweaks just to get Asiasi on the roster, just to get these guys on the roster. Like, do you really think that they're in on another tight end? So now I go back and forth and I respect Ian Rappaport and think that he's usually right and in the know, but just doesn't it feel weird now? Like Devin Asiasi's here. He's a member of the Bengals. They still have Mitch Wilcox. Drew Sample practiced. Hayden Hurst is healthy. That's already four, five. So you're just cutting Wilcox. Maybe, maybe that's what they do and they get Howard, but then where does he fit? 
right? I just, I don't know if I see it right now. That being said, former first rounder, maybe they see something on film. Um, but obviously you talk to you know some people in Buffalo, it's not like they were high on him, <laughs> paying him to go. So now that Asi Asi's in town, I, I, I lean towards no. Could it happen? Certainly could. I, I never say never, especially in this business. If they hadn't gotten him, then I think it changes everything. But the fact that they got a guy that they had, you know, held in pretty high regard, I think, in the 2020 draft, a third rounder, uh, a 91st overall pick by the Patriots, two years, two years left on his day, I think they feel pretty good about adding him to that room. Yeah, and he fills a role. You talked about it earlier. He, he fills what they were looking for at the back of the tight end room. I, I, the only way I could see it still happening with Howard is if they do have spots to fill. Right. If they do end up needing to put five guys on injured reserve, that leaves one spot. And it doesn't necessarily see it could be Travion Williams coming back. It would be a little bit weird to waive him and then resign him. You don't often see that with guys that are subject to waivers. But if Khaled mm-hmm. Kareem, Cam Taylor Britt, Mitch Wilcox, Isaiah Prince, and Tyson Anderson, that's five guys, if they all need to go on the IR, then you're down to 52 on your active, on your 53 uh, man roster. So there what if Tyson just doesn't go? Yeah, I mean, that, that's certainly something that could happen too, right? Like Isaiah Prince, Tyson Anderson, Mitchell Wilcox. Taylor didn't say they needed the IR. He said, in it, fact, on Wednesday that they're still evaluating where some of these guys it, need to go from an injury perspective. And the other part is, to keep in mind, you can only have eight players that's right. on IR designated to return. They so don't you have do, to designate wanna, them to return until they actually do return, but they can only bring sure. eight guys back. Yeah. It's eight. So if you're saying like, oh, well, Wilcox is going to miss four weeks and then this guy. Well, you, you know, at some point you, you're, you're not going to do that. You're not going to want to do that at least. So that's the that's the juggle, right? Isaiah Prince, they want him to play at some point this year. Do they put him on IR? Maybe. But then are they also doing that with a guy in Tyson Anderson who might not be as serious? And I don't know what, what he's dealing with. I, I will say this, by the way, what's weird. I talked to him after the game. And like shook his hand and he was fine. Yeah. So maybe it was something afterwards that he didn't realize he had, or, or maybe it's not not anything serious. It, it could have been something that happened outside of the team too, away yeah. from the team. Not necessarily something that that was a, a game related injury, practice related injury. We don't really. No, it could have been a practice related injury after the game. We don't. We don't really know. I guess they, they haven't, haven't really practiced. practiced. They yeah. haven't practiced. No. So yeah, never mind. Couldn't have been a practice related injury. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's been a not workout. serious. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I mean, maybe it's not serious. The, the reason that I mentioned this is because Jeff Hodgson wrote about on Bengals.com. Tyson Anderson is a potential IR candidate. So Got Hodgson it. also wrote that he might need the IR. Yeah. It's not just there that he missed practice. Is, is, I mean, I Butch has his ear on the ground always. So yeah, maybe he knows something that I don't look. It's been such a shuffle. I, poker players would be lost in the shuffle right now. I mean, I'm going to have to go to the the casino downtown Cincinnati and see if any of those uh, those dealers can keep up. I mean, it's been there's been a lot going on, man. This has been a, a really eventful. I was in the locker room, and and that's when they they claimed those three dudes. It was like, oh snap, it's yeah. wild. It's a very active day. Somebody asked me on Twitter, you know, have you Ooh. do you remember the Bengals ever being so active on cutdown day? And I'm sure they've had similar days to this in their history. Mm-hmm. I don't keep a 
a good memory or index or reference of, of their cut down day claims historically, but it certainly feels very active. And I think it made the team better. I think that we, I don't know if we've said that yet, but going out there and, and adding depth at positions where we said they need depth sharper. Jesus. They, Sharping. They, they, yeah, I get it. They, they Sharpening. need interior offensive line depth. They needed interior defensive line depth. They needed tight end depth. The only position that we talked about them needing depth where they didn't make a move was corner. Yep. And and so I, I do think that they made good good claims here, even if these guys are just playing a handful of snaps this year, which is probably the hope for most of them, assuming the guys in front of them stay healthy. That's what you want. And play well. Yep. And, and play well, sure. It, it's providing challenge and depth at areas where to me, it felt like the team really needed it. And that's why I like a lot of these moves. No doubt. And, and so that let's just tie OJ Howard in now. If you asked me this morning before you added Devin Asiasi, I'd say, yeah, he makes them better. Does he make them better now? And, yeah, and so that's, that's a good question. It, it still improves our depth. Like if they just have a roster well, sure. spot, but you could use that roster spot elsewhere too. And, and, and so, yeah, maybe they use that on the corner. And they get another, you know, maybe there's another move coming down that way. So it is, uh, it's fun. This is fun. And I like that they added an offensive lineman. I think of the three, that's, uh, that's the most exciting one. And a big tight end that can block. I mean, mm-hmm. in the run game, imagine lining him up on the right side, Devin Asiasi. And you got Lel Collins, Alex Kappa, and Asiasi just leading the way. What do you they'll think? They'll go. They'll go two tight end, Two tight ends. Put Sample and Asiasi out there. Oh my real heavy God. on the right side. The Great Wall of lovers. Bengal. Yeah, the Great Wall of Bengal with Joe Mixon running behind it. Up there next, go. we're gonna dive into the practice squad because the Bengals. Well, they added a lot of familiar faces to the practice squad, including a couple specialists. My favorite. We'll dive into that next, right here on Locked On Bengals. Are you one of those people who thinks it's okay to drive stoned? What's the worst that can happen, right? You end up driving below the speed limit. That's no big deal. The truth is that's not true. Your reaction times slow way down when you're high and you not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you talk about a buzz kill. Stop killing yourself. It's not okay to drive high. If you've been using marijuana in any form, don't get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Don't drive high, you'll get a DUI. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. All right, let's keep things rolling with the Bengals practice squad, Jake. And the Bengals announced 13 of their 16 spots are taken up. And I'll just go through them real quick, and then we'll, we'll get a reaction and we'll discuss it. Long snapper, Calatomitis, ain't going anywhere, at least for the time being. He sticks around. So does quarterback Jake Browning, everybody's favorite backup. Drew Chrisman still in the organization. Devin Cochran, who I talked about, I thought they liked him a lot. He's still uh, going to be with the team. Nate Gilliam, kind of an upset there. Nate Gilliam, to me, came in late 
and, and was able to beat out Desmond Noel for you know a, a practice squad Noel, spot. Dominique Noel Noel was waived injured, so he will revert to IR. Uh, uh, oh, that's right. He, he did revert to IR. In fact, on Wednesday after clearing waivers. That's right. I forgot that because he um he, he injured. He had a high ankle. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he, he had a pretty bad ankle sprain. That's right. Dominique Davis, the defensive tackle. Uh, Trent Nerwin, I know some were worried about keeping him. Raymond Johnson, the third. Keandre Jones, Thaddeus Moss to Gray Scales. Tyler Shelvin, I think that surprised some, but he's back. And only one of the two receivers that everybody wanted. Kwame Lasseter, the second. Man, I, I said I guaranteed two of three. I was pretty confident in three of three. And uh, I want to get your reaction. Then I got to tell you my Kendrick Pryor story. Kendrick Pryor going to Jacksonville, but uh, your reaction to those thirteen guys? Yeah, Kendrick Pryor, ready, ready to be on the practice squad. And alas, mm-hmm. I, I mean it's a bummer. I'm sure the Bengals are disappointed. I'm sure they wanted to keep him. Obviously, they wanted to keep him on the practice squad. I know there are a lot of Bengals fans that are disappointed, and he goes to the team picking at the top of the waiver priority in Jacksonville. Uh, my favorite part of, of the Kendrick Pryor thing, who I know you, you're going to share a story about, is Zach Taylor's quote that he, mm-hmm. he talked about, you know, Kendrick going down to Jacksonville. I just got off the phone yelling at my brother, just just got done yelling at my brother. I thought that was a pretty funny quote in his press conference. But keeping two specialists is interesting, not necessarily mm-hmm. surprising, but guys like Noah Spence, Trayvon Henderson are guys that I thought could come back to the practice squad. Uh, we'll see if Travion Williams, if he clears waivers. Uh, by the mm-hmm. time you listen to this tomorrow, maybe that will have already happened, comes back to the practice squad in the future. And uh, one other name that wasn't officially announced by the Bengals but was reported, and so we'll see, is Nate Bowers, tight end, who has been undrafted with the Raiders for three years now, reportedly signed with the Bengals. He probably hasn't passed his physical yet. That could be why this hasn't been announced. It could it could have been an incorrect mm-hmm. report as well. But Nate Bowers was the other name I wanted to throw out there that I also saw reported on Wednesday. All right, so Kendrick Pryor. Yeah. Right? And I've interviewed Kendrick Pryor once uh, after the Arizona game, talked to him one-on-one, really nice kid. <laughs> so Joe Burrow finishes up in here in the room I'm sitting in and, and does his news conference, and then he walks out and um, – Oh, the news breaks. I, I go in the locker room, the news breaks of, of the guys that they claimed. So I come in here, I write a quick story, and I'm going back in the locker room. And the doors lock. It's a security thing. The doors lock. And so someone needed to let me in. And I text a couple writers. No one had looked at their phone in time. And oddly enough, someone walks out. It's a player. And he's not that much taller than me. I've never stood up next to him. It was not that much taller. I'm like, oh, that's Kendrick Pryor. And he's on the phone. And he was like, yeah, I was going to sign and I'm paraphrasing, but I was listening, you know, I could hear him talking as he was, he was just like, you know, letting me in. And he was like, yeah, I was going to sign with the practice squad, but they told me I got claimed by Jacksonville. And so (laughs) this guy was here. He was about to sign. And then he found out he was getting claimed by, by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Congrats to him. I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to be on a 53-man roster. No doubt about it. I mean, he played great. He played as well as you could have imagined. If the day he signed as an undrafted free agent, you would have said, oh, this is how he's going to play in OTAs and this is how he's going to play in training camp. It would have been insane. So, you know, that's the best-case scenario. So congrats to him. But I I thought it was just kind of hilarious how 
life comes at you fast. Like literally his agents working on a flight for him. He was here to sign a practice squad deal gets claimed. And I don't know if something didn't get tied together, but he's in the building and has to leave the building, clean out his locker, leave the building and uh, get on a plane to Jacksonville to get to work with the Jags. That also happened with Devin Asiasi. He was in the building in new England, ready to sign his contract. And then he, and then they found out that he had been claimed, or he was informed that he had been claimed. So, the, See, the waiver wire giveth and the waiver wire taketh. Yeah, here's what I would say, and, and our buddy Joe Goodberry put it pretty, and it, and it made a lot of sense. If you would have said, "All right, you can trade Kendrick Pryor for Max Sharping," two weeks ago, yeah, would you? Everybody would do it. Oh, yeah. I, uh, this this guard that has started 33 games and played in 48 and has all this experience and was pretty good and versus a guy who who isn't going to make your roster. So that's essentially what the Bengals did here. And sort of. uh, I, I, I get it. You don't have to put it that way. Yeah. But honestly, here's the thing. If he had made that 53-man cut, he would have gotten cut today. Like if he probably. had made – he would he would have been – because he would have taken Travion Williams' spot probably – Mm-hmm. And then they would have had to find a way. Who knows? Maybe he would have made it through waivers this time around. You never know. Yeah, that, that's the, the crazy part. That, that's kind of the gamble you take. A lot of the times right. you see guys get cut today on Wednesday after the first cut down that the teams are trying to kind of sneak. You know, we're going to we're going to protect him for an extra day. We're going to let all these other moves happen. That'll make it practically harder for other teams to make that waiver claim if that's somebody they want. And you might see around the league that there are players being cut on Wednesday that you might be interested in the Bengals signing. One that really stood out to me, Uh-oh. Amir Smith-Marset, was yeah. released by Iowa. the Minnesota Vikings. You and love him. I do. People, people can go back to our draft videos before, yeah. before last year's draft. I was, I was in on Amir Smith-Marset for day three, and he returns. So if you're if you're looking for a way for a wide receiver to be added to this roster, he needs to do something on special teams. And at least Smith Marset returns kicks and punts as well. Maybe not particularly well so far in his NFL career, but he can do it. <laughs> uh, and uh, has experience. Well, anybody at can the NFL do it. Level. No, anybody can it. do it in the NFL. He's done it. Just you know, he's well, a young player. There you go. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I, I'm in. Put the waiver claim in on Amir Smith Marset. Yeah. Hey, real quick before we get out of here, any any scenario you you just mentioned that tight end on the practice squad. What if they just called OJ Howard and said, "Hey, man, come come sign on our practice squad. We don't have another." Then, then you have you three tight ends on the practice squad and and three well, on the roster, and maybe Mitch Wilcox is somewhere. Three. Maybe you don't go that other with that other guy. You just keep Thad Moss and OJ Howard. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I, do I don't it. know. I'm just I'm just I don't throwing know if it out Howard there. Howard would do it. I assume Howard not. would have other suitors. You think? I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, hmm. if he doesn't, then the Bengals have made a huge mistake in in trying to bring him in, right? You would hope that he has other suitors. That somebody thinks he can still play in the NFL besides just the Bengals. Yeah. I right. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. The Jets I mean, should yeah. probably bring him in because they have they, they don't have enough tight ends. They need more yeah. up there. You know who needs the more Jets. tight ends is the Baltimore Ravens. They have like eight tight ends on their roster right now. No receivers. One one receiver. 
That's I it. like Rashad Bateman. I like Rashad Bateman. I wasn't yeah, trying to be disrespectful, Rashad. Just prove it this year. My dynasty team needs it. Just the one. That's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. We've got one more episode coming for you this week. There will be some more roster moves. There will be some more practices. And then we're on to week one. We get into our regular season groove, James. There's going to be a crossover coming next week. We're going to do oh my God. everyone's favorite Pittsburgh Steelers. Chris Carter Locked ain't ready. Bengals host. Chris Carter will be Chris, here. Chris Carter ain't ready. He's going to be he joining us ready. from his sauna. Yeah, he's moving. Fun fact. Oh, anyway, we'll be back tomorrow with more on your Cincinnati I like Chris, Bengals. by the way. Yeah, Chris is a good guy. As we gear up for this 2022 NFL season. Until next time, Bengals fans, thanks for listening. Hootay, and have a good one. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Sometimes your cat can be a mystery, like when they get so attached to certain cardboard boxes. <laughs> but when you use Fresh Step Cat Litter, there's no question that you're making your cat happy. Thanks to amazing odor control, Fresh Step Clumping Cat Litters prevent stinky crumbles and make scooping easy by locking in liquid and odor immediately. That means you can keep your house clean and your bond strong. There's no mystery here. Find Fresh Step Cat Litter at a store near you. Fresh Step is a registered trademark of the Clorox Pet Products Company. Certain trademarks used under license from the Procter & Gamble Company or its affiliate. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.